Hello, my dear family and friends, and welcome to the program of Living Salt of the Earth. I would like to welcome everyone here. Any new listeners, welcome them. Um, hope you're blessed today. Hope you'll be enriched and uh, encouraged today with the word I give today. Today, I would like to talk about uh, just the need to go further. And as I put on my post about waiting on the Lord and what it could mean to wait on the Lord. I mean, it could mean a couple of different things. Uh, wait, as patiently wait on uh, on something. Wait as far as to serve. Like we have waiters at a table that, that wait on you. They serve you. So that could be serving the Lord as far as wait on the Lord. But as I continue to... Um, comment on wait on the Lord there's one thing I wanted to to, uh, talk about more to go a little further and give you a few more scriptures as we know the word wait could mean a couple different things so we know it wait as to sit and patiently rest in the Lord according to Genesis 49 18 I have waited for thy salvation, O Lord. Yes, there's a time to trust and wait on the Lord. But we must remember that most times a rest comes after doing something or some form of labor. Faith requires action on our part as well as confession of the word of God. Yes, make your supplication known unto Christ Jesus and then believe it to be so. as well as give thanks as heaven already received it. Hebrews 11.1 1, faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. This is key to answered prayers, an attitude of gratitude or spirit of thanksgiving. How can we give thanks for something we don't have, you may ask? Well, very simply, believe that you will have, have it, have you already received it already, the evidence of things not seen. Everything in this earth at one time was not seen, but came up from the earth, and God made it from the earth, just as man was made from the earth. Yes, we are salt and light in this earth for a reason. In the decaying world of darkness, we are to be able to season and shine, preserve and sustain light. Yes, sometimes we must Recall all the times Jesus performed miracles. He would ask the Father, then give thanks for it in knowing it was going to be done. The breaking of bread and feeding the thousands is one instance. Not once, but a few times, he knew the Father would supply all the needs of the people. But more importantly, we must learn from our own lives in the world that we are never seen as we are in the natural but in the spiritual lives we now possess as believers. Even a child's birth comes from much forced labor. Is there not rest in between the labor pains? But is not the end result a new life? 
a precious little girl or boy? Romans 8, 25. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth in pain together until now, and not only they, but ourselves who have the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adaption, to wit, the redemption of our body. We are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope, for what a man seeth, why doth he yet hope for it? But if we hope for what which we see not, then we with patience wait for it. That's pretty clear to me what we are expected to hope for, but the hope of glory. I said all this to say this. I think on what the world would look like or what the will look like when we as the salt of the earth leave and are raptured. Tribulations and trials will abound. Do we want our loved ones to endure this? No, most certainly not. I sure don't. So pray and minister for those lost loved ones. It is key right now. Plant a seed. Sow us a word of life into them and around them. Proclaim them healed, delivered, and set free. Redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And more importantly, pray. We can pray for all your family and friends. And just be a blessing unto them. So even as we wait on the Lord, we can think of how we can serve them and how we can serve not only the, our family and friends, our co-workers, our church body, our church um, members, our church itself. I mean, there's many ways to serve. You don't, it doesn't have to be in church. It could be to, for a family member. Just call, give an encouraging word, even a listening ear. I mean, sometimes that's all people need to do is just for have somebody sit and patiently listen to them. So, as I can encourage you to be that ear, to be that voice, the voice of truth, and to spread the good news. I thank, thank the Lord that He has touched me and, and healed me. And even as I've continued to minister to those, Father, that uh, the Lord has given me to an assignment to, sp to spread the good news and to be an encouragement. And I know that even as he saved me from chronic kidney disease and gave me a new kidney, there was a purpose. And that purpose is to be able to um, further my life, to help my family, to continue to pray for the lost, to continue to pray for those that need deliverance for healing. So even as I do that, I, I'm so encouraged, so blessed to have that uh, anointing and to continue to wait on the Lord. But there's also another W, uh, which I will talk more on, but and that is the, the walk with the Lord. So as we wait, it's not just sitting in a pew and listening to the sermons and getting that tingly feeling that we um, get when we hear a good sermon and then we walk out and we sometimes we just forget 
about what we heard the, the day before. We, Monday, we go to work, we forget what the, what the word was, what the word that sowed was. And that's what the parable talks about, of the seed that's sown on hard ground or thorny ground. The thorny ground is because the, the cares of the world choke out that word. But we have to continue to um, minister that word. And that's what it means to continue to renew your mind daily. And the transferment of the water of the word. To, to read that scripture and to even get the CD and listen to that word over and over. Until it gets down into your heart. So, but as we talk about walking with the Lord. A walk what is walking? That is a movement, right? That's progress. I mean, yes, we could wait on the Lord, but each thing that we do by faith, we have to do something that, that requires action, right? God's done all he's going to do. Jesus has done that on the cross for us. But still, there has to be action with our faith. Uh, faith without works is dead, right? So, as we walk with the Lord, that um, communicates to me that we have to be in a movement. We have to have movement. We have to be growing in the Lord each and every day. So, as we grow in the Lord and walk with the Lord, how can two walk together unless they be in agreement? If you're not in agreement with the word, well, then you must be in disagreement. So if you're not in disagreement or you're not in agreement, then you, and you're standing still, there's no movement, there's no growth. So as we walk with the Lord, we have to understand that, yes, we have to have a forward progress. There is movement. There is uh action, there's um, continuing um, step closer the Lord says if you draw nigh closer unto me then I will draw nigh closer unto you but the Lord hasn't moved, it's us that's moved we're the ones that draw away from God if God is ever present in our lives, but it's we that we get caught up in the world and do things that our flesh tells us to do you know, we can't blame everything on the devil. It's a lot of times it's our flesh that's telling us to do things. And if we don't listen to what God tells us to do for the Holy Spirit, we'll put upon our hearts and in our spirit what's good and what's bad. I mean, if there's a check in our spirit about something, then we know not to do it. Then we know that there's something that's not right. But if we continue to walk against the Spirit or against the instruction of the Spirit, then we continue to entertain that thought. Then we get closer to doing the deed that the Holy Spirit hasn't, doesn't want us to do. And that could create sin, which most of the time it is. It's because it's not in accordance to the Word of God. So as we listen to the, more to the Holy Spirit, and be a light in this world and be the salt of the earth that we have to remember 
that salt causes thirst, right? So as we are the salt of the earth and we are around our co-workers, our families, our neighbors, and we speak about the Lord, encouraging words, talk about Jesus, talk about God, talk about what God has done in our lives. Our testimony is our greatest weapon, it's our greatest tool. I mean, even as I continue to um, talk about what God has done in my life, I mean, there's many miracles He's done in my life. He's healed me more than once. This last one was probably the greatest one, was giving me a new kidney for my niece, which was which was a blessing in itself. I mean, that was, um, and, and it was the favor of God because it happened in two years. And because I, I know people that have been waiting on the list for 10 to 15 years, and, and just being out, getting on the list in less than a year, and then getting a kidney in two years, I mean, because I had a living donor that came forth, my niece, who was a perfect match. Now, that's pretty rare for a family member to be a perfect match. But to be a perfect match, that's not, that uh, wasn't even my own child, but they said it like she was my own daughter. And she is my spiritual daughter now. She's, she, she had been. Um, but anyways, God, God will move in your lives if we allow him to move, if we listen to him, if we walk with him, if we trust in him. What does it mean to trust? I mean, trust is, is a word, but, but to trust, to really trust is, can be a hard thing. It can be hard because but when I first got diagnosed with kidney disease, and then they talked about I might have to go on dialysis. Well, I was rebuking that. But then when I heard that, um, prayed about it and knew that I had to sustain my life and to, in order to give longevity to my life that I might have to do this. But there was always heard bad things about dialysis. But there's a couple different kinds of dialysis. So I did not want the transfusion dialysis but then I wanted the, um, the dialysis where they had, to put, they had to put a catheter in my tube and then I could do it at home. Home dialysis was, was my, the, the way I felt to go as I prayed about it. Now I know I have to do it every night, but in order, if I did it at nighttime, I'd be free during the day. I wouldn't have to take time three or four times a week to go to a dialysis center, which I still had to go for monthly checkups and they'd check me out and stuff. But um, as I did and had to have surgery to put the catheter in and alert, got trained to do the dialysis, well then uh, it, it turned out to be, you know, it could be tedious at times but it was a blessing to be able to do it at home and have my days free. So even during dialysis and I prayed and I continued to believe that I was healed, that I'd get that new kidney. And so God was working in the background. He was working in the background, working on my niece who had decided that she was gonna donate a kidney. And so 
when she came forth and got tested and found out she was a perfect match, the doctors and the nurses were amazed at what a, that it was a perfect match. Now that's God. That's God. Give glory to God. And I give glory and I praise God every day for it. So if I can encourage those that are waiting for a kidney, to, even to get on the kidney list, I encourage you to continue to pray, continue to believe, have faith, and trust in the Lord. Lord, even as I trusted in Him through the whole process, I knew God had healed me. Continue to hear, have healing scripture and get that word in, inside you. Hear that scripture. I listened to it day and night. Whenever I felt downcast, I'd listen to it. And, and God put a song in my heart that I continue to um, minister and continue to, whenever I get downtrodden, I listen to praise and worship. But there's one song that I have heard here recently, and it's an old, old hymn, but um, I wanted to um, put it on this podcast to encourage those, and hopefully it's a blessing to you. <clears throat> And it's called In the Garden. And I heard it on uh, YouTube. And um, I heard that uh, Alan Jackson's, his version of it. So even as I sing um, the hymn In the Garden, I want to be able to um, minister to those that need a touch. And hopefully this will, will bless you. So, with that, um, I'll probably sing a bass code. I have a little bit of a head cold, but um, it'll probably be at a bass. I usually sing uh, a little lighter, but I'm going to do it in bass in this one. I come to the garden alone While the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear Falling on my ear The Son of God Discloses And He walks with me And He talks with me And He tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there none other has ever known I'd stay in the garden with him though the night around me is falling but he bids me go through a voice of woe his voice to me is calling and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own And the joy we share as we tarry there 
none other has ever known. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. That's, that song so speaks to my heart, and I hope it does to you. Um, if you just listen to the words, um, he calls you his own, and he, I walk with him and I talk with him. That's that's what it's all about, having a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And uh, I thank the Lord for healing me, for delivering me. Even when he saved me, he delivered me from drugs and alcohol because I was so bound up with uh, drugs and alcohol. Um, so, I mean, it, there was times that, yes, I did want to go back. My flesh was telling me, any of my friends would try to coerce me to go back to to smoking and, and drink, having a drink, you know. But I knew what, um, what was best for me and what was best for my spirit and my spiritual walk. I mean, I thank the Lord for those that prayed with, for me and my sister and my own wife, my mother. I mean, they continue to pray for me. So prayers of a righteous man availeth much, according to James 5.16. So we continue to pray. And even as I continue to pray for my lost loved ones, I continue to pray for those uh, nieces and nephews who need a touch, who need a healing. I pray for their clarity of clarity of mind. I pray for those bound up with drugs and alcohol, that they be set free, and we bind that spirit of addiction in the name of Jesus. So as I continue to pray for those that need a healing touch by the stripes of Jesus, that you are healed from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. I speak to every cell, every function, every organ in your body to come in according to the divine creation, the way God made it to to, to function. And I speak to them functions in the name of Jesus, and I speak to your body from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, for every living cell in your body to come to fruition and do the things that God wants it to do. And your body can heal and will heal itself, even by the stripes of Jesus, for he has won that victory on Calvary. And we thank you, Lord. Continue to praise you for your goodness, your mercy, your love that abound forever in our lives. And I thank you, Father Lord, for your anointing, your burden-removing, yoke-destroying anointing. And I thank and I praise the wonderful name of Jesus for what he's done in my life and shall continue to do. And I pray as you continue to listen to this podcast, as you continue to um, hope it is a blessing, and as I continue to give more revelation on salt and what salt represents and what it means for the salt of this earth, that we are the preserving factor in this earth, that we are the ones that are um, causing those around us to be uh, drawn to Christ, to hear the water of the word, to thirst for that hunger. And once they get that thirst quenched, the water, uh, the rivers of living water that flow from our belly, and they shall never thirst again, even as Jesus said, the water that I give, will never will quench and you will never have to th- have that thirst again because 
the word gives life. Jesus is the word. So as I continue to um, minister to those and and continue to be the light that God created me to be and the salt of the earth, and I can thank and I each and every one that's listening, continue to um, even share this podcast, share the word with your your testimony with your neighbors and your family, and I know your families they even there can see the change in you once you've um, accepted Jesus into your heart, your new creation, Christ Jesus, they should see a change because there's a circumcision of the heart. And even then your des- your desires will change and you'll want to do what's right. And you'll, you will because you want to be pleasing to God. And even as your prayers are pleasing to God and they're, they're a, a pleasant aroma, we thank and we praise the Lord Jesus. We praise God and we thank the Holy Spirit for teaching us as we continue to dig deep into the word and the scripture that I give. I hope it's um, a blessing to you. And even even as I continue to um, minister to those, even whenever I teach or preach, um, dig in the word yourself and, and look at that scripture and um you don't have to take my word for it because I, I, I give scripture, but it's meant to uh, encourage. It's meant to enlighten. It's meant to uh, minister to those that need a touch or that need an encouraging word. So as I close this out today, I want to thank the listeners, uh, any new listeners. Just continue to um be on the lookout for um, more podcasts as I continue to do what God wants me to do. And I know um, I just continue to praise the Lord for, and give Him thanks and glory. So I just bid, bid you adieu, a good night, and much happiness and lots of love. So have a good night, and God bless.